Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go, hour number five of the G-Bag Nation. It is a glorious, victorious Cowboys Tuesday here on 105.3 The Fan. I did eat a ton of crow about uh, the result to start off the show. I, I was pretty dang convinced that Tampa was going to get the win. And the Cowboys proved me more wrong than ever. And that's hard to do. But they're the new champions of proving Gavin Dawson wrong, and I'm happy to say it. It is time now, though, to talk with Cowboys sideline reporter Christy Scales right here in the G-Bag Nation. And a good evening once again, Christy. It's always great to have you on. How you doing on this Monday or this Tuesday? Hey, General. <laughs> hey, I, I'm sorry that you're having to eat the crow, but at the same time, uh, you know, just a little salt, a little bit of Brian's Cajun seasoning. That'll help yes, you, you know, oh, yeah. down a little better. Some Cajun crow. That actually sounds quite appetizing right now. What was it like on the sideline during the first two series when the Cowboys couldn't get any anything going? And, and what changed that? I'll admit it was like, oh, gosh, here we go again. <laughs> it, looked, it looked like it did the previous week in Washington. But you could tell with those first couple of throws from Dak that, you know, just, just kind of some of that uh, – nervous energy right uh, with the uh, playoff game and that's understandable but I mean you could feel it the whole day even like uh, th- four hours before the game when we're headed uh, on the team bus we're going through the hotel lobby and getting on the team bus taking the early bus to the stadium hundreds of people in the lobby and out on the curb. It was like a flashback to the 90s, you know? And I know it had been 30 years since they had the last road playoff win before last night, but but man, the fans were into it. And I know you were talking with uh, Bobby a couple of segments ago when he said, oh, maybe about 10% Cowboy fans in the stands. I'd say that's about right. It was about 10 to 15%, which is pretty low for a Cowboy road game. We're, we're used to some Cowboy fans taking over some of these away stadiums but the ones who were there uh, I don't know if you could hear it coming through loudly on the radio you could hear it loudly on the sideline and even in the first quarter chance of defense and then of course when the uh, team got up big there in the third quarter it was even louder so uh, and uh, even though Tampa made a little bit of a run there at the end to make the score look a little more respectable um, most of the Tampa fans had left by that point. So, Christy, what can you share with us about the Brett Maher kicking situation and in in the the kicking balls and in what I mean, what was going on from your perspective on the sideline? 
Well, usually the specialist. So I'm clumping together Maher and then Brian Anker, who's not only your punter, but your holder for the field goals and extra points. And then Matt Overton, your long snapper. And then Jake McQuaid, who's on IR, but he's been at the last few games on the sideline. Usually the specialists are your steady eddies on the sideline, right? They kind of keep that calm, even demeanor. But when you notice them kind of getting, you're like, What's all this conversation? And the other thing is it's different in the playoffs um, because the K-balls are kept separately from balls that are used on offense, okay? K-balls, K stands for kicking, and it's special teams only. And so you have a ball boy on the sideline, and his one and only job is to put the K-balls into play when it's say fourth down for a punt or someone's lining up for a field goal or it's an extra point in the playoffs because you have five alternate officials in the wild card round and they're they're in uniform they're ready to step in you have a backup referee you have a backup umpire you have a backup uh, side judge and so they're in uniform ready to go in if necessary one of them was on the ca- each of the sidelines but the one on the cowboy sideline he's in uniform and he literally has the bag of k-balls slung over his shoulder and so i notice him more cuz i can see him out of the corner of my eye and so when your special teams coordinator john fossil and when your specialists are talking to this guy it's unusual it really caught my eye and i realized Something is going on with the K-balls. Why do we have K-balls? There are six for each game, three for each team. The Wilson Football Factory in Ada, Ohio, sends six K-balls to the hotel where the officials are staying. They ship them out the Wednesday before a game. The officials, when they get to the hotel, they are in charge of those balls. They bring them to the stadium. The balls are labeled number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, number six. Last no- And then they're divvied up between the sidelines. So last night, the Cowboys had ball number two, ball number four, ball number six, and Tampa had balls, footballs one, three, and five. Well, what happened was on Maher's first shank on the PAT, it missed the net. It was so wide, it literally went into the stands. They never got the ball back. Jeez. The third one, he shanks it to the left. They never get the ball back. Now you're down to one K ball. And so that's what was happening on the sideline with these discussions. And so when I saw the discussions, I used a little source. It's like, hey, what's going on? And it's and I because I think something's wrong with the cables. Yeah, we haven't gotten those two back. So what happens if we don't have the third? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, so that's what's going on. Now, oh. add another layer to that because John Fossil, the special teams coordinator, had a press conference after Coach McCarthy's press conference today. One more little thing that was just kind of different is that after the first – you guys, are you familiar with the direct – or the uh, story that had come out last week about um, teams possibly using a, something with spotting, like a little white something for spotting the balls on field goals and extra points? Are you familiar with that? No, I saw that headline. 
Okay, there was a headline and there were some suspicions that our teams, our holders using some kind of foreign substance to mark the place where they are uh, spotting the ball for the hold, right? Yeah. Hmm. So, um, or are they setting it on something, some kind of like little flat disc, like a tee? Maybe yeah, a we've corn. seen, I've seen, I've seen guys, I've seen guys take, Christy take wadded up tape and put it down as like white tape and put it down and you put the ball on top of the white tape. I've seen that before. So here's the thing. What what Brian Anger has been doing throughout the season, now this is for kicks that aren't necessarily on a hash. When you have a hash mark, you have the white stripe, right? Right, right. But let's say, let's say you're not necessarily on a hash. What he and others have been doing the whole season is you take a blade of grass from the white hash. So now you have a little white blade of glass, uh, grass, blade of grass, and put it where you're going to spot the ball as a visual marker for you as the holder. Because you, once the ball, uh, as you're readying for the snap, you're looking at the deep snapper, right? Right. To see the ball come your way. And so by having just that little visual cue down on the bottom, this is where I'm going to spot the ball. Okay? Mm -hmm. So they've been doing that all year. So what John Fossil told us today is that that first PAT, the official comes in right before, you know, as they're getting set up, sees the thing and wipes, you know, just kind of like brushes. No, 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 can't do that. Now, that he was not using that as an excuse as to why Brett Maher missed the PAT. Not an excuse at all, but just an explanation of, wow, this is weird, and we're already in discussions on the sideline of what's going on. Why can't we do this? We've been doing this the whole year. So uh, that was the first uh, – I didn't know it at the time, but that was the first set of conversations that I was seeing. But by the time that you um, – later in the game, near Hap, when he misses the uh, second PAT so wide that it misses the net, now you're down to one K-ball. What are we going to do? Because um, – John Fossil said after uh, during his press conference, he's never been in a game where you've not been able to retrieve a ball that you've been down a K ball. I spoke to um, the uh, Jake and Matt and Brian last night. I said, "Have you guys ever been in a game where you've not had a K ball?" They said, "It's never happened." It, I said, "At any level, has it ever happened?" He's like, "They're like, no, you know, I we've never seen that." So. Uh, anyway, is, is that just crazy? It's wild. It's bizarre. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Chris, do you, think, do you think that, like, Keith Armstrong, the special teams coach for the, for the Buccaneers, noticed that they were doing this? Or maybe the advanced scout that was watching, the pro scout that was watching their, the Cowboys games or the operation and said something well, to Craig Wollstad and that crew? You know, I, I don't know that. I think it's... To me, it's more likely a response to the stories that had come out last week. And oh, the so they were over officiating it, is what they react. Were... Yeah. yeah, the over officious shirt. Yeah, no, sorry. Hmm. Hey, NFL films reference there. No, <laughs> Marv Levy. <laughs> not... Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, but um, it was probably a reaction to that. And again, it's not just the, the Cowboys that do this. And how can a blade of grass be a foreign substance? 
Right. That's a great point. Yeah, I'd, I'd want clarification. You know, if we're taking tape out there or a foreign object, yeah. but if it's, if it's just a piece of grass, wow, that ref must have really been looking for Come it. Come on. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah. Do, you, do they think that it impacted the the rhythm of the uh, the play? No. And, and the other thing is, uh, and Brian, I know someone had tweeted you earlier today because in the pregame yesterday, I talked about some of the patchiness of the grass yes, that, yes. that natural grass fields at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. By reputation, it's you know pretty it's good. Pristine, uh, usually, field, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but they they had resotted uh, between the hash marks uh, the length of the field and it and uh, outside the numerals it was really patchy and and kind of slick. But the misses last night had nothing to do with uh, spotting the ball with a some around some in a patchy spot of the sod or whether or not a, a white blade of grass had been cleared away. He just missed it. And one thing that uh, Fossil said today is on the first missed PAT, Brett said that he wasn't fully committed with that follow-through, the swing of his leg on that. The second one, ah, shoot, I forgot what uh, John said that um, it was. It was more of a a mechanical type of thing. And then um, uh, the third, Third one and overcorrection. Right? Yeah, you yanked that you one. Yeah. Two, yeah, yeah. You, you kick two right, and then you kind of pull it left, right? And, and then uh, the final one, just kind of a, a mental thing. So, um, but but I can tell you, out of twenty four years on the sideline, I never thought that there would I would be reporting on kicker missing. <laughs> you know, the same kicker missing a uh, ball so far wide that they're missing the net now we're down cables and by the way one of the questions and my husband asked me this this morning it's like why do you even have cables well you have specific kicking balls because in the old days kickers just like just like quarterbacks you know they want the football's doctored a certain way so whether you put it in a clothes dryer or in a sauna or put it in the microwave or an oven do whatever you do to get the ball to your liking right and so uh if if you were a visiting team and the balls that that are being used are cooked to the or doctored to the way that that home kicker likes well then that would be an unfair advantage for the home team and something that you'd have to deal with as, as uh, the visiting kicker or any specialist punter, for that matter. And so they started doing the K-balls, gosh, that's 23 years ago, just to make sure that um, everything is uh, uniform and even Steven, you know, in, in regards to the equipment. Christy, so uh, uh, Bones didn't say anything about any, any uh, operational issues, a snap hold any any, any, did he he kind of walk you guys through what were the issues or is it just you know anything with that yeah operation clean uh on all of them last night okay it was not an issue with the snap or the hold now if you if you go back remember he had uh maher had missed the extra point in washington that was a bad snap finale yeah yeah that was that was a bit of a low snap and it, it just just hit the ground just as uh, Brian uh, Anger was smothered uh, it, yeah. able to snag it. Yeah, 
And so so that one you could point to, oh, snap, it's also very windy that night. But, um, no, the operations were uh, clean last night. Now, Christy, on TV, they kept showing reactions from the sidelines, some of them Dak, you know, some some choice words were being used and they were slowed down. That was never at Brett, though, right? That was more just like venting, like, wow, you got to be kidding me as as the play was wrapping up on the field. Exactly. I never saw anything directed to Brett. And in fact, after he made the fifth one, uh, I remember commenting on air, man, I, they, they, they didn't carry him off on yeah. their shoulders. On, yeah. on their, <laughs> they didn't carry Maher off on his shoulders, on their shoulders. But man, I've never seen such a celebration after yeah. a PAT. But I can tell you in the locker room, they were all, you know, like, you know, uh, being very supportive. I will say one thing about Brett Maher. He answered every single question and then once the media mob of the you know local reporters the gaggle left him then nfl network came up and i don't know if it was espn after that but he basically went through three different sets of the same questions over and over and over you know and just saying hey you know i mean he 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 knows he he knows the that that it's serious and you know messed up and you you just can't have it and so um, it, it's going to be real interesting to see if they, uh, if the Cowboys decide that they're going to bring in anybody this week. John Fossil was asked about it. He says, well, it's not up to me. And then uh, you guys know because uh, Jerry was on the fan earlier today, and then you heard Mike McCarthy say, you know, they weren't super um, committed to say, oh, we're not bringing anybody in. They kind of left it kind of open-ended. But – Brett's a big boy. He's, you know, the Cowboys are his seventh NFL team, and he's been on three CFL teams. You know, he's 32 years old and been around the block, and, uh, you know, he he knows what it's all about. So um, John Fossil was very uh, positive. Of course, he's a glass-half-full guy anyway, but, you know, that, uh, you know, this – these these bad misses last night could be a one-off and and uh brad sham asked coach fossil do you believe in the yips and he says yeah i absolutely believe in the yips but i also believe in the hot hand and i believe that brett can turn this from uh the yips to the hot hand uh this week with a good week of practice well i'll drink to that christy is there anything else uh, about last night that we need to know before we let you go no, I just thought, you know, it was great to see uh, Mukwamu have such a good game. I Absolutely. was real, you know, uh, yeah, that I was a little surprised with um, some of the inactives, but the way Chauncey Golston, you know, the way he's able to step up and they're looking at him at defensive tackle now and Nashawn Wright was down, but uh, the way it was really interesting, the way they matched up Curse and Mukwamu uh, in the slot and uh, Dan Quinn definitely had a plan and, and kudos to the players for carrying it out because they absolutely uh, smothered the Bucks for the majority of the game. And I've never seen Tom Brady look that. Gosh, he, they just made him look pedestrian at times last night. That was awesome. Thank you so much for your time and great insights, Christy. The, the text, our Tolos just love it when you, when you come on and share your insights on these stories. Yeah, sorry to get buried in the minutia. Oh, but was I know it? Cowboys fan. It, no, it, it's 
there's so much happening on the sideline and just all the little logistics. And thanks for letting me share some of the things that happened down there. You betcha. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Christy. Have a great night. Christy Scales, Cowboys sideline reporter here on 105.3 The Fan. You know, Dalton Schultz was great last night, too. And in the last two playoff games, he has been the top producing wide receiver. Haven't talked too much about him today, but I imagine that's going to be a conversation. What if he does it again and you beat the Niners? You know, I I think all year we've thought he's franchise tag and gone, but dang it, he was Johnny on the spot and huge for Dak Prescott and this offense last night, so we got to give him some love as well. It is time for a TD Tuesday. We'll relive the best moments of Wild Card Weekend and all the trips to the uh, the end zone next in the G-Bag Nation. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way pick your favorite team your favorite players and get customized highlights stories and breaking news right on your home feed Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, welcome back. It is the G-Back Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Segment is brought to you by... The Frankels. You think there will be less big company trucks on the road because of gas prices? Think again. And those big trucks have insurance companies to protect them, so you get the representation that won't settle for less. It's the Frankels at truckwreck.com. Here they are, your TD Tuesday hosts, Wolchuk and Chia Follow. It was a super, super wild card weekend, and we have all the best touchdowns for you because it's time for TD Tuesday. Boom, Boom shakalak. Boom shakalak. 
Boom shakalak. TD Tuesday shakalak. Probably a good time to remind the lovely Tolos about tomorrow's Baby Dolls Extravaganza, hosted by your very own Wooly Bully Zach Walchuk. Yes, me. Come, come see the scruff on the face. Uh, it is not the Wooly Bully beard, but it is the same cleavage, and uh, you can still do with that what you will. Walchuk, very generous after a Cowboy victory, especially come playoff time. You buy me the booze, and I will drink them. Hello. We start in <laughs> Buffalo, where the Miami Dolphins and Skylar Thompson almost found a way to get it done, thanks to Josh Allen and his millions of turnovers. Here's one of them. Gilliam in motion, back to throw. Allen, get on it! He fumbled the football. It's out of the ground. The Dolphins are going to pick up a touchdown. Miami! Dolphins going to score! Unbelievable! Jalen Phillips, touchdown! It is still the worst audio quality of any broadcast in sports. Yep. Are they still doing pandemic radio from another site? (sighs) I don't know. It feels that way. feels that way. I don't know. Joe Rose, my man. But Cephalo, I believe. I yeah. wanted to make sure every team was represented because that's what we do here on TD. Yeah. Shortly yeah. after that Dolphin TD, Josh Allen and the Bills found a way to get it done. And uh, next thing you knew, there was a member of Bills Mafia in the back of a truck that uh, he didn't belong to. <laughs> but we won! And he's a G-Bag of the Day champion because of it. Hell yes, he is. Let's go to the team. That circles the wagons. And nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Buffalo Bills. Bills. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Take it away, Lucius. Gives to Cook coming around the left side. Outrunning Landon Roberts to the end zone. Now we're cooking with gas. James Cook with a 12-yard touchdown run. Buffalo up 13-0 with 5.07 left in this first quarter. And you thought the route was on, man. Yeah. You thought this might oh, yeah. be one Cooking of these. With gas. Are we talking about Georgia versus uh, TCU the, here? No, like, is this man. one of those things? Like, I was, I thought we were headed in that direction. Yeah. Skylar Thompson's playing quarterback, running for his life. They look and good. Next thing you know, man, they they made that thing a game. They sure did. Speaking of making it a game, that first half in San Francisco with Geno Smith wheeling and dealing was absolutely fantastic. Taste especially to come this Sunday when he saw the superhero freak show DK Metcalf down the sideline. Look like they want to blitz. They do. Geno steps. Geno throws deep down the near side. He's got Metcalf. Metcalf. Touchdown. Seahawks. (laughs) Jimmy Ward tried to cover him. Forget about it. DK Metcalf down the left sideline. Forget Forget about it. (laughs) Seahawks had a 17-point quarter, Brian. That might be one to check out as well. I will take a peek at that one for sure. Yeah, you Take should a little peek ski. Take a peek ski to that Ward guy at, at, at the Jimmys and the Joes and the Traveriuses. Gotcha, man. All right, they got two Wards that I think we can pick apart. Okay. Yeah, but that's one of those TDs that you see and you're like, gosh, I'd like to see that again. Yeah, no, I mm. think that screenshot. CD Lamb might be able to have <laughs> <laughs> a couple of TDs, and I'm talking long, jubbly ones. You know, I can't wait for long what? jubblies. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm talking 50-plus yarders. <laughs> okay. The long jubbly Jubbly kind. ones, okay. You know. Yeah. Jubbly, yeah. The 50-plus yeah. yard bombs down the field. 50 plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when you are when in, when you get over 50, in they my, become in my rage, jubbly. They become jubbly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You understand. Uh, I do. I do now. I didn't know the word jubbly. Just free the TD. Free the TD. That's all I'm going for. Especially this time of year. Let's go to the Giants. Daniel Jones is finding some guy named Isaiah Hodgins. <laughs> Jones takes the snap, fires it deep into the end zone. Touchdown, Giants. Isaiah Hodgins. He just ran the post. 
Jones to Hodgins, a winning combination, and the Giants take the lead with 103 to go in the first. Who would have thunk it? That is some guy named Hodges combination. But he, got, he played fantastic football. He did. Dang right, he did, man. I thought I mean, maybe Xavier Rhodes could be that guy for us. He's going to run right by Darius Slay this weekend. Get ready for that. Mm. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. That'll be fun. That will be fun. I mean, the Giants are thrown to a guy named Cager, I believe. I believe Cager is catching touchdowns right now. They've got a nice little trio there of Richie James and Hodgins and Darius Slayton. That threesome is doing good things. Hey, how about the spin move that Saquad's put on that guy downfield? That was dirty nasty, man. Are you kidding me? That was embarrassing for that one guy. I can't wait for both wild cards to pull off the upsets in the NFC. (laughs) Almost as embarrassing as Trayvon Diggs spinning himself out of a play last (laughs) night. I don't know what that was, He needs to figure that bleep out because if he does that on Sunday, the Cowboys will lose. Oh, Juszczyk is coming for his throat. For four quarters, man. Jeez. It is, it is You're not going to be personal. exciting. Are you kidding me, man? Kyle no, Shanahan's no. going to make it personal. Which side is Trayvon Diggs on? Yes. Which side is Trayvon Diggs on? All right, we're going to go ahead and toss sweep it out there, yeah. and we'll watch him ole this bad boy for a nine-yard game. So you're Here saying, we go, on two. You're saying, though, Brock Purdy is... Seven, seven there, seven. Absolutely. And they're going to slide the line. <laughs> yeah, not 55's the mic. It's yeah. sevens to the right, sevens <laughs> to the right. Ted and that Nguyen, means toss sweep to the right. Ted Nguyen of The Athletic was just tweeting out the... Uh, uh, the, the crack toss of the yeah. Packers yeah. against us back in Week Ten. Imagine what it's going to look like from the Niners' Come perspective. On, so sometimes I think Diggs intentionally takes himself out of position, so you can be like, "Dang it, I tried. Was, I, I wasn't there. Ah, hell yeah, man! But I would have lit him up. The eye in the sky don't lie. Yeah. He chokes me. Third and seven. And we man, love you, but you got to want to tackle in this game, or else yeah. we're going home, buddy. People argue with me though on Twitter, and I mean, argue will discuss, and they'll say, "Hey." You know, do you want him to cover? Or do you want him to tackle? Both. I want and, him to play football. In big games, I, I want you to do both. Yeah. Well, they, they, it's always like, oh, you want him to cover? And they and it's like, well, Dion never tackled. I'm like, and you just compared him to like one of the greatest corners ever to play this game. Honestly, I, even Dion watched that last night and was probably a little bit jealous. Like, I've never seen a business decision move quite like that where you hit the, you hit, as the defender, you hit the B button and you spin yourself <laughs> out of an opportunity to make a third down tackle ahead of the sticks. That was, I mean, it really was the evolution to the business decision. Trayvon Diggs, you damn pioneer. I mean, I'd spin out of it too, but I'm not in the NFL. You're not in the NFL. Okay, uh, you know who is in the NFL? It's Dak Prescott. He's also in the end zone. It's fourth and goal. They're going to pass up the three. What they're going to do is play action. Fourth and goal. Man in motion left to right. Inside a play action. Bootleg to the left. Prescott all the way. Runs it in for the touchdown. And he's fired up. Man, we, we, we mentioned we mentioned the the Ferguson play, the CeeDee Lamb touchdown yeah. of just like, hey, Kellen Moore, you drew this up beautifully, bro. There's busted coverages. The defense is looking around going, I've never seen this before. They looked uh, a little bit lost on that play as well. Dak could have thrown it to Dalton Schultz, or he could have just scampered right in. He went with the scamper, and we loved it. It might have been the sexiest TD Dak, of the weekend. Dak said that he, he saw Schultz open. He said, no. No, I'm taking I'm not, this. I, I, you've already got a touchdown. This I'm taking mine. this one. I'm yeah. keeping my streak alive. Four straight playoff games with a rushing and passing TD. Move over. This is my time. Let's go to San Francisco, where the Cowboys will Santa be playing Clara. on Sunday. Yep. Um, you know, geography, Brian. Not my major. Le- Levi's Stadium. Here's your guy, Brock Purdy, doing uh, rushing touchdown things. McCaffrey now the lone back, Purdy under center. Got a quarterback sneak. He stood up, but they push him from behind. Touchdown! San Francisco! A little Purdy push in the back. <laughs> you like the Purdy push in the back? 
We have to I don't like it. these plays. No, no, I don't like those plays. I don't. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, I'm, I, I, I should be able to do I that. Cheating. Cheating. I a quarterback played. is going to get hurt. The biggest danger these guys are in is a lower back injury from their running backs trying to shove them into the pile. Well, I don't like these plays. I mean, the the, def- <laughs> the defender can't like massage you on the head, but your running back can throw you into the back of a yeah. three hundred fifty pound offensive lineman, and it just it doesn't seem fair. I can't, to me. I can't wait till we come back next week and the, the Cowboys win on a quarterback sneak where, <laughs> where <laughs> Zeke, Zeke just blasts into the back of McGovern. Oh my gosh, what a play! Did from you see the massive thighs <laughs> on Zeke? <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, that's I power right that, there. That's a great call by Kellen Moore oh, using that like, Zeke like as a plays. battering ram. It's a three hundred hey. pound. You gotta take advantage of the rules while you got them. <laughs> got the you Thunder thighs. <laughs> the crow. <laughs> hey man, I'm eating crow on the Michael crow Gallup. Crow makes an appearance a lot. <laughs> I didn't know if Michael Gallup had another single positive play in him for this uh, calendar year, oh, but whoa, by whoa, God, whoa. the end zone and Michael Gallup had whoa. a nice interaction. Goal to go from the three, and Prescott's going to throw it in the left side of the end zone, and it's Gallup behind the defender. Touchdown. Touchdown, Cowboys! Boom, baby. I learned the rule. I learned about if you have to reestablish yourself, if the ball touches the defender and you get back in the field of play. I didn't know that rule. Yep. Yeah, Did it was not a know that rule. Craig Wallerstadt told me that one. Yeah, yep. and that Bucks defender had to feel like a schmuck. I thought he was in balance the whole way, man. I, I, thought, he, I thought he tightrope that thing. I'm like, there's no way. How do you overturn that? But I man. thought he crushed the play. Gallup has eyes on the bottom of his feet. It's crazy, that guy man. has. He's incredible. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how else to explain it, Brian. Uh, I tell you what, I think you're right. Oh, yeah, with all these toe tappers toe tap and swag. stuff. He, no, he is. He gets a. Yeah, it's like yeah, he understands. He's incredible. I, I was trying to say something cute. I couldn't. No, you sounded cute to me. I didn't sound cute. Adorable. All right, let's go to Minnesota, uh, where the Vikings did it again. It was another heartbreaker, but Kirk Paul Cousins Allen. kept him alive to Irv Smith Jr. Smith and Munt to the left, second and goal from the three. Flag on the play. Cousins to the end zone. Touchdown. Smith Jr. <laughs> okay, Paul. Wow. We built like that one out. Paul, enjoy your <laughs> time off. On yeah, one, man. Enjoy your time off, Paul. Yeah. You're, you're, out of, you're out of the playoffs. Okay. Are we going back to San Francisco? Are you kidding me? Are these guys putting up all the points? Is I'm not, I'm not doing the San Francisco. I think we need to skip this one. Should we skip this no, one? No, no. I mean, no, I'll skip, skip them. You want to skip them? We'll skip them. I'll yeah. skip that. I, I, these guys. I, I don't know why you put a San Francisco week. touchdown in there. I yeah, F them. Yeah, I'm more of a Tyler Huntley guy myself. <laughs> yeah, me too. Let's go uh, Huntley Love to Robinson. Huntley. I liked Huntley to Hubbard better. Near sideline. Robinson has it as a 10 5. Touchdown, Ravens! Demarcus Robinson on a perfect toss from Tyler Huntley, and the Ravens are an extra point away from tying it up in a very quiet Cincinnati. Oh, it wasn't quiet. I'll just give it a few minutes. The jungle was not quiet. The giant was about to get a ruckus in just a moment. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Now, I did want to have one last fire the cannons. Because you're not going to get to fire the cannons anymore. Greg, shut your mouth. Greg, uh, um, you're one of my here's favorites. Brady to Julio. Hey, which one is that? Uh, this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be 21. Oh, thanks. 21. 21. 21. Do your thing. 21. It's a caught ball. Is it caught? Held on to. Is it touchdown? Julio. Julio Jones with a touchdown grab. Great fingertip catch in the far corner of the end zone. 
Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Fire the cannons. Where are you? Where are the cannons? Where's my dog? With <laughs> oh, the we fell asleep, oh, man. We were we put up a bagel for three Grand and a half. Brian, there, hot geez. dogs, mustard, onion, all. <laughs> I, I, I didn't oh, have. You only got time for a hot dog with mustard. Or I, didn't, I didn't leave Florida State for the food. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't put my pistol uh, on that, though, guys. <laughs> oh, Greg. I was at the touchdown. I didn't know a catch. <laughs> Man, the football gods were looking down on us. They were. They, they, they knew they, TD Tuesday was going to be something special, and a special TD Tuesday cannot be said without a big man TD. Sam Hubbard. Oh, here know. we go. Let's go 98 yards. Third down and goal from the one. Huntley no. sticks the ball out. The Bengals have the go, ball. Baby. They are running it back. <laughs> Sam Hubbard with blockers behind him. Hubbard to the Ravens, 40, nice. the 30, nice. the 20, yeah. the 10, the <laughs> 5. Touchdown, Bengals. <laughs> Tyler Huntley tried to extend the ball over the goal line. It got poked away. Sam Hubbard scooped it up and ran the length of the field for a go-ahead Bengals touchdown. That's fantastic. <laughs> that is so good. That's Dave laughing. Of, that it's is like, the height of pleasure for that guy. The 40, yeah. The 30, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about it? Man. At one point, when you think he got to the 40-yard line, his pants just went flying off. Oh, dude, they were off immediately. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Shout out to the Bengals Radio Network, the, the gift that keeps oh, on giving. Awesome. They are the best. They he has taken best. over from Wolfley, who I don't even know if he's on the call anymore. I it think he does matter. Westwood. I think he does the Westwood one. He does not. He he's no longer a part Arizona, of TD right? Yeah, I think he's in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Wolfley is in Arizona. Ron that Wolfley. was a big mess. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like a friendly monster. <laughs> oh man. Let's go to Jacksonville. Part of their rally. Trevor Lawrence finding Christian Kirk. Second down goal from the nine. Dropping, looking, fires through the right corner of the end zone, and that ball is caught for the touchdown! Christian Kirk for the score! Frank Frangie on the call. Frangie. Yeah, he's our buddy. That's a good name. He, he called Eric his right name, though. He didn't call him Greg. He, Greg. he, he didn't call him Greg. He nailed it, man. <laughs> he kind of looked like a Greg. Dude, I might, I might pull off the Greg thing. <laughs> pull off Greg. I appreciate Hello, that, man. Greg. I take that as a compliment to my versatility. All right, speaking of versatility, holy Eckler. He found Pater. It didn't matter because they ended up losing, but here's Austin Eckler thinking that uh, maybe his team had a chance. It's a pitch to Eckler. Cuts inside to the 10, to the 5, still on his feet, into the end zone, touchdown, Chargers. Well, Man, shout Matt out Money. to Matt Money, Smith. Matt Money. We love you, buddy. Uh, but your season's now over. And that is another edition of TD Tuesday. Until next week, go believe in yourself, San Francisco. I love it. Thank you, Wolchuk. Thank you, Chiafala. 214, correct me if I'm wrong, but if we win Sunday and the Giants beat the Eagles, then the Cowboys will host the NFC Championship you game. Right? That is correct, Can sir. I get a shoot come, come see us in the plaza <laughs> if that's the case. Shoot yeah, you can. Shoot yeah. bull. Here we go, Nation. When we come back, it's time to cross talk with the Get Right. See what I believe KG and CA have cooking here for you on a Tuesday night on the fan. Classic Chevrolet and Grapevine knows you like buying to be easy. That's why they created the Classic Chevrolet Easy Pass online buying tool. Visit ClassicChevrolet.com to get started. Chevrolet, find new roads. Well, thank you, Lucius. And thank you, everybody, for making us part of your day. It has been a tremendous Cowboys Tuesday celebrating the victory. And the fun will continue because the get ride is coming up uh, from 8 to 11. Now, 7 to 8, you will have the uh, Cowboys hour. 
and Terrence Steele is going to join Brad Sham, right? So this will be uh, great. Brad Sham and Haley Sutton, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a, an, an action-packed uh, 7 to 8 and then 8 to 11. Here they come to get right KG and CA this evening. Gentlemen, how the heck are you? Hey, hey, hey. Happy playoff victory Tuesday, General. How about them? Yeah, man. How you doing? I'm going to tell you a story. Some a man of, named Jed Poor Mountain. I know, right? I'm a so someone asked me on Twitter last night. Up to the ground comes a bubbling crude. Oil that is black gold, Texas tea. Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. The Ken folks said, Jed, move away from there. Said California is a place you ought to be. So they loaded up the truck and moved to Beverly Hills. That is swimming pools and movie stars. Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. I think we just got tea bag of the yeah. day for for tomorrow. Thanks, Lucy. Going to take me some time out of the boat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You go chill in the cement pond after this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Carter, you have Jeffrey. your opening for Jane your, uh, Hathaway. Yes. Yeah. Jane was always in every business. Mr. Drysdale. Yep, yeah, that's right. Carter has his opening for the 2023, <laughs> you know, best of for, uh, <laughs> this year already. Yeah. Um, I'm a third gen. So someone asked me on Twitter last night. I said, Kevin, are you a a fan of this team or are you a journalist You're first more than that thank you and i said well yes and i said you know i'm a third generation cowboys fan to this day to this day um my grandmother passed it down to my father my father passed it down to me and i'm fortunate my late <laughs> uncle i know right um <laughs> my late uncle uh willie towns played for the dallas cowboys ice bowl guy that's right mm-hmm. he was a starter on the ice bowl and played under tom landry for several years so Watching that game last night for me is a different experience than for others because, like, literally having family play for the organization, it's a wonder to watch this team and cover them and that kind of thing. So, mm. it, you hear that, Wolchuk? It's more important to him than you. I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Like, I literally got, Facts. you know, like, got dunked on, really. blood that played for this organization. Um, so it, it means it hits a little different for your boy. Uh-huh. You, so oh, you that, went out there today and asked a really good question to Mike. We we're glad to hear you out there on Thank that. Thank you. I appreciate that. it. You did a Thank great you. job on that. Thank yeah. you. Quick question for the three youngest people in this room. Sure. Because <laughs> Mike McCarthy did this during the week. He was trying to separate this year's team from the 1990s, and you don't have this. this well, I don't tour. know. My great great uncle didn't play, Chris. I don't know if I can answer Well, you know, <laughs> all of us can't be that fortunate. Well, so Here's the question. Mike McCarthy apparently – Put up baby pictures of the guys who were on the roster, the ages they were in 1993 when the Cowboys last won a road playoff game. He put the, if they were alive. Mm-hmm. Think about it. There's some guys on that team that weren't even alive. So my question for Kevin, Chiafalo, and and Willie Skinny Bully is: How old were you in 1993 <laughs> when the Cowboys won their last road playoff game until last night? So I 93. was I was six years old. I was born in 86, so I turned six, and the game was in January of 93. Yeah, so I was six years old. Damn. Eric, were yeah, you alive? I was still confined to uh, the sack. The womb? <laughs> oh, you're in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> you were still waiting up there in Cowboy Heaven, waiting to come on down, huh? You just seen you just, just, your way just, the So you had never seen one in your life? <laughs> never seen one, man. Mm. What about you, Skinny I buddy? was uh, one and a half. One and a half? Two. Borderline two years old. They told you about it, huh? Yeah. I went mm-hmm. back and watched mm-hmm. them. Yeah. I That's how long it's been. You're 16. I was 16. Yeah. Me and Brad were. Was, we were there. I was. I was 30. <laughs> were you there? I, I, was 30. I was there. I know. Brad, 30. Yeah. yeah. Time just flies. Yeah. It does. That's crazy man. man. <laughs>
<laughs> but it was fun, man. It was, it was, it was fun. Do you? Do you? Okay, so I ate, I ate crow today. Do you? Do you feel like maybe uh, an apology to Catboy is in order for making the division? No, around? man. No? Are you kidding me? No, I will say this. And Chris, we, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that they quote unquote retooled this team, it didn't look like they would be in a they position to, to be make less this talented. Run. But what I will give them credit for, and I wanted to ask, you know, MacArthur this, and I thought about this after the press conference was over with Jerry and Steven's ability to have empowered Mike McCarthy to lead this team and whatever that looks like, whether he's, you know, CEO, you know, allowing guys to, you know, delegating the guys to let them do their thing. However, he does it, the Joneses in the scenes have empowered Mike McCarthy to do his job. So, that I will give them credit for. But, I mean, Will McClay, yes, I'll give Steven some credit. You know, the way that they – Oh, that was hard. It was, man. It was very hard. <laughs> um, but collectively, this organization deserves, you know, their flowers today. You know, they've earned it, and, you know, we'll see what happens in San Francisco. But a lot of questions, I think, were put to, to bed last night with the way that they won. See, Kevin said the long way. What he's trying to say is they overcame Steven. Yeah, they did. You have to. You have to. You have to. Think about it. I'll give him credit. I give him some credit because, again, I thought based on the way they retooled it and the way they looked in training camp, and I said eight eight wins. And then I said, wait a minute. After Dak hurt his thumb and Mike McCarthy galvanized that team and the defense carried them, uh, Cooper Rush didn't mess it up. I said, you know what? This is something you don't see on paper or analytics chemistry and character. And that's Mike McCarthy showing them the way through this adversity. He's not on the hot seat. So I said all season long, yeah, I was wrong on those eight victories because there's something you could not see on paper, which yeah. was, yeah, that was my cry. And but you, I, did, yeah. I also told Steven, because uh, Joey and I were filling in for um, uh, KNC Masterpiece over the holidays, so Steven Jones' show was on the watch, and I told him to his face on the telephone, Steven, you got it right. Okay. To All a right. degree. Well, he did. To a know, degree. To a 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 degree. You got it right. Hey, but at least you have to the balls to say to his face yes. on the phone. Yeah, I am. On the phone. On the phone. A little FaceTime. Tough to do. And I see him after the games and stuff, so he knows, you know. Hey, right. did, do you, I know we're going to talk a lot about uh, the Cowboys here throughout the evening, but did you guys yeah. see the the slap boxing stuff that went uh, viral uh, over the weekend? That stuff is wild, man. Uh, like, my man's the face Romanian one, bro. exploded, bro. <laughs> I've never seen it. Like, like, literally exploded. That stuff's crazy. And he was, his eye is closed. His entire cheek is, like, like swelling four yes. times. His yes. mouth is, like, yes. like, three inches over from where it should be. And he's trying to talk the rest. Like, how many times did you have to get slapped to make your face look like that? That's, like, 20 or 30 slaps. I can't. And he's trying to talk the ref into letting him stay in the event. So there's like rules for this? Yeah. I mean, you can't jump off a chair to hit the guy. You have to like stand like parallel to the guy. You can just go like, I don't know, it's a bad radio, but you can't. It's certain like ways you can't move. You have so to stand the radius, a way. the radius. Yeah, is, you yeah. get a certain amount of you yeah. know arm length. You can go uh, back and, and the then, target point yeah, has to be it, a kind it, of a specific area. Yeah. Of I just want to know yeah. what were they on when they came up with this? What were they on? Were they drinking? Were they smoking? <laughs> were they? they were. I think Lucius could let us know what was they on. Uh, they was, were on Russia. You know, at that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, vodka. Yeah. <laughs> come here, Boris. No breakfast. <laughs> hey, I got a game for us to play. Let's yeah. see what we can come up with here. Slap the hell out of each other, Bro. Comrade, and come just up a with bunch it. of caveman animals looking around, going, "Well, how else are we going to make money? Let's right. practice." No, <laughs> I don't have any other skills. No, uh, practice, it's the man. evolution of the right. movie Jackass. Yeah, Stephen Jones, you mentioned <laughs> him real quick. Stephen Jones mentioned that he had a bat that he wanted to take and he would hit media members. 
I'm sorry. He, yeah, well, he, he said yeah, that he got with the, lay in the wood. They yeah, all yeah, got, yeah. Dan Quinn. He got, wanted to hit me Friday. That's what no, I'm saying. But, <laughs> but who do you think in the media that Stephen Jones would want to hit first with his bat? Oh man, Good question. Man. Oh, I kind of wow. think I'm up there somewhere. Um, no, you was out here. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Kevin because he went Don viral with the cat boy stuff. Don Van Nata is number one. Oh, Stephen would try to take no, a bat to me. Don Van Nata would try to bring a bat to my doorstep. Like best friends. That's Seriously. why he winds up telling them all this Seriously. stuff. Keep your your friends close, enemies closer. Seriously, they're like yeah, best man. friends. That, that dude's like the Grim I just Reaper. wondered who Steven would hit first with the bat. Oh. Uh, yeah, who's who's the... Because hmm. he mentioned it like, yeah, there's some people in the media that I'd like to hit with that bat. You know, and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of driving along. Oh, KG's like, got to be up there. That's what I'm saying. He went viral with the cat boy. Steven would. Yeah, he was mad at me, or, or somebody was mad at me over there Friday because, you oh, know, yeah. they, they had question. asked Jerry about Mike McCarthy. Jerry gave an answer. Stephen A. called Jerry a liar. So I asked Stephen Friday, would you like the opportunity to, you know, Adjust shoot that? this down? Yeah. You know, and he was like, "Oh, rah, 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 rah. you know, he couldn't believe I asked." <laughs> well, Gene Decker off <laughs> yeah. on you. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 oh. I thought, he, I thought it was part of the him up to dunk on Stephen A. You know, I was like, "Hey, here we go, the next chapter in the Stephen A. story." But uh, come on, man, you know Stephen A. good for business. You know Stephen A. good for business. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he good for the business, man. Stephen A. Stephen A. show up in the hype videos. Yeah, you're right. That's their business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Were you guys surprised how bad Tom Brady looked? And if, if you're Tom today, are you thinking, man, that that's it's got to be it. I, I can't go back and do that for another year. I mean, what did he expect, you know, when he decided to choose football over his supermodel wife? Get that son of a bitch like, off come the on, man. right now. Like, <laughs> he's fired. He's fired. <laughs> you're fired. I wanted to make so many jokes right now, but I can't do that. 469, the dude with the swollen face actually won the event? They let him stay Are you in serious? By yeah. default? Because I wasn't even interested after his, his face got swollen. He actually won the event. That's what? hilarious. Uh, yeah, uh, that's he crazy. Slapped what was the hell out of the other post-game guy? interview like for that? He's <laughs> 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 talking out the side of his neck. Oh, <laughs> and he only won five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's wow. it. He's gonna have cauliflower wow. face for the rest he of his life. He got a better chance Jeez. being a professional bull rider. He's not get more money. He could probably win more money in professional darts than you know slap fighting. Alrighty, no thank you. Something to tease here for coming up at 8. Super Bowl 30's MV. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.